You're listening to The Digital Advisor, where agents and advisors come to get marketing, branding, and SEO strategies that help build their book, brand, and authority. This show is brought to you by Advisor Evolved, the all-new digital marketing solution built specifically for insurance agents and financial advisors. Get more show episodes and information about our platform over at AdvisorEvolve.com. And don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show in iTunes and Stitcher. Now on to today's show. All right, what's up, guys? This is Chris from the Digital Advisor Podcast. This is episode nine. And today we're talking about something that a lot of people talk about in forums and groups and online, and that is generating leads online with your insurance agency website. And of course, uh, at Advisor Evolved, we specialize in web development for insurance agencies. So this is something that we talk about or deal with pretty much on a day-to-day basis. And um, I sort of wanted to clarify some things. I don't necessarily want to rant on anything, but I do want to clarify some things for some folks out there because it, it seems as though the consensus um, on you know online lead generation is a little bit off or maybe it's way off. So I wanted to sort of uh, step in and give you guys sort of a, um, a real life explanation and some case study information and uh, basically just kind of um, set the record straight on, you know, what is all involved in generating leads online and what to expect uh, from your digital presence. So uh, this is again, episode nine, you can catch this episode and more at advisorevolve.com forward slash podcast. Also have a cool little announcement coming up towards the end of the show about a new add-on that's coming out for Advisor Evolved as well. So be sure to stay tuned until the end um, so we can sort of uh, give you a heads up on that add-on. So, all right, let's get into it. Lead generation. So one of the big misconceptions when it comes to generating leads online is that the uh, the agency website is you know just going to to reach out and grab leads off off the internet, and that's obviously not the case. But that's sort of what a lot of people think should happen or is supposed to happen. So I have a lot of people that uh, you know they'll message me or they'll they'll set up a demo with me, and you know I always ask people you know what you know why exactly are you looking to make a change? Um, a lot of times I kind of know in advance if I've gotten a chance to look at their website, sometimes their site might be broken or outdated or what have you. So I kind of have a good idea already, but it's always nice to know sort of what the pain points were or what the pain points are and why they're trying to make a move over to us. So a lot of times, you know, one of the things people say is, you know, well, you know, our site just doesn't look modern enough anymore. And it really, you know, we really just don't get anything from it. We don't get any leads from it. Um, you know, and that's something that we want to try to improve on with you. And what a lot of people don't understand is, and this is important. So listen, listen up here um, to what to what I'm saying. In order for there to be a lead, there's a couple of things that has have to happen first, right? Number one, you have to have a conversion. So you have to have somebody that uh, comes to the website and actually fills out a lead form. Um, and before that, you have to have traffic. So, so there's sort of like a, a mathematical equation going on behind the scenes, right? So in order for there to be a lead, you need to have traffic plus conversions, right? So the very first thing that you need is traffic. You, you will not get a lead or a conversion without, uh, without having traffic coming to your website, right? So that's just the way it, it goes. The website itself is not uh, going to create traffic for you. It's something that needs to be created 
um, you know, by you, by, by efforts uh, on your part, whether that be blogging or running Facebook ad or social media campaigns or Google AdWord campaigns. Um, if you're not doing any of those things and you really have no game plan for traffic generation and you're still getting leads from your website consistently, then that's a very good thing. That is not supposed to, to happen. You know, if you're not doing anything and you're getting something out of your site, that is awesome. And, you know, that's just the reality for a lot of people is that a lot of agency owners are not blogging, they're not doing AdWords, they're not doing Facebook advertising. <clears throat> but yet, you know, a lot of people uh, will say, hey, well, we're not getting any leads from our site or, you know, we, we want to switch over to you because we're not getting any leads. And so um, that's the one thing that I sort of want to clarify is that without traffic and conversions, there are no leads. So um, you can't really question uh, whether or not you're you know you're getting enough leads from your site if you're doing nothing on the front end to generate traffic. Now, with all of that being said, I do want to um, sort of put myself out there and let you know what you know what the responsibilities are of the you know developer designer of the site. Because when I say that a website is not going to just reach out and grab traffic, that that's true. However, there are some things that a good developer, good designer can do behind the scenes when they're setting the site up to basically, um, you know, get you to home plate, right? You still have to swing the bat, but we can get you to home home plate and get you ready. Um, and so some of those things are obviously a very cleanly coded website. So that's something that we put a big emphasis on at Advisor Evolved. Our code base is extremely lightweight. It's fast. It's SEO friendly. So our sites are very optimal in that way, right? Um, the other part of it too is obviously the visual flow, the visual design aspects of the website, right? So a lot of people will come to us and they'll say, "Look, I don't want the, uh, I don't want the um, these testimonials, or you know, I don't want these um, these images or whatever to be on the homepage, or I want to have sliding logos of my insurance carriers um, going across my site, right?" So there are certain things that you need to do and certain things that you need to not do when it comes to the actual visual flow and the visual hierarchy of the actual homepage of the site. That's the most important page on your website. So what I mean by that is what is more appealing or what it will have a bigger impact on someone taking a positive action, a, a sliding logo from an insurance carrier that they may have not heard of or a testimonial from a client who has had a great experience with you. What psychologically has a bigger impact on a positive action, right? Obviously, the testimonial is proven, statistically proven, that uh, you know positive testimonials on your site have a psychological, they, they trigger this psychological action in the mind of the consumer. And it's, it's a fact that over 70% of consumers use positive testimonials and reviews in their purchasing decision, right? So, that's something that you know the designer, the developer can do. We, we, we make sure that on all of our designs, we have testimonials up high on the page. We want the visitor to see that quickly. Uh, we want them to get a positive first impression of the site quickly. Um, we, we also want to make sure that we are doing some keyword research and we're actually targeting the correct keywords on the site. And I bring this up because this is also something that is very important as it relates to search engine optimization, which we also talk a lot about on the podcast and the blog and what have you. Um, you know, the reality is, is that you can, you can be the, the best SEO in the world. You can hire the best SEO agency in the world, but the, the ceiling or the limitation of SEO is what's called keyword or search volume, right? So in other words, 
if you live in Albany, New York, and there's only, you know, 500 searches per month for Albany, New York insurance agency, you know, you're only going to get 500 opportunities per month. Well, you're actually not even going to get 500 because those 500 searches are going to be divided by the number of websites that are on the first page and maybe even the second page of the Google search engine result, right? So out of those 500 searches, depending on where your site is positioned on the first page, you may get, uh, you know, let's say maybe you get 20 of those clicks or maybe 40 of those clicks, which would be very good. Um, out of those 20 or 40 clicks, you know, a small percentage of those people, probably less than 3% of those people are actually going to return to your website for a second visit. This is why retargeting and email capture is very important. We'll talk about that um, at another time. But the point is, is that your, your search engine volume or the, the search volume for, um, you know, the, the keywords that you're using on your site is very important. And that's something that we when we set up a website, we look very closely at, you know, where's the agency located? What is the search volume for that particular area insurance agency in that area? How can we mix in some LSI keywords and some other things that we can potentially boost the visibility of the, um, the page in Google. And so, you know, somebody who lives in um, Manhattan or has a, an agency in Manhattan, New York, is going to obviously have more search volume than an agency in maybe Buffalo or Albany, New York. And I don't mean to pick on any of those areas. I'm just saying smaller cities with smaller populations are obviously by nature going to have uh, smaller or less search volume. So again, you know, you can you can have the best SEO in the world, but you know, you're limited with whatever the volume is uh, in in Google, and you have no control over that. You can't. You know, no, no amount of money in the world is going to make is going to somehow magically make people search more um, for for those terms. And so you have to really identify what terms, uh, you know, get the most volume, but also what is the competitiveness of that term? If I know that the, the client is never going to write a blog article and they're trying to, um, you know, they're trying to rank for Texas Texas insurance agent. Well, I know now I know that they're going to have a very small opportunity, a small chance to rank on the first page of the first couple of results for Texas insurance agent. If they're not doing anything, um, to, you know, generate traffic to the site or what have you. Right. So, um, so those are some things that the, the webmaster or the developer, or the designer can do ahead of time that can improve your opportunities. They can, uh, do some keyword research. They can help you with the on-page optimization. They can help you with the visual hierarchy and the actual psychological triggers that go into the design and go into the conversion. But what a website uh, developer or designer or company will, will most likely not do is generate traffic. That's on you. That's on the, the website owner. So um, I, you know, I wanted to just sort of speak on that because I see a lot of people say, well, you know, how many webs, how many leads is your website getting you per month? And that, that really is the, you're back. It's, you're asking the, the question backwards. You know, you, you, um, you're asking for what the end result is before you're asking what is going, you know, what's actually going into, um, the equation. So again, traffic plus conversions equals, uh, lead. So, uh, as the website developer or designer, we can help you with giving you a conversion optimized an SEO optimized site. But again, no matter how good we are at that, no matter how great the, the actual tool is, 
you know, you still have to go to home plate and swing the bat or you're never going to hit the ball, obviously. So you can't ask, you know, how many home runs did the guy get if you know he's not swinging the bat. And that might be kind of a corny analogy. Uh, but the point is, again, without traffic, you can't even talk about leads. You can't ask or expect much in that way. So, again, if you are getting leads and you're doing nothing to generate traffic, that's a great thing. You know, you can't complain. You're playing with house money at that point because you've not put forth any effort or, or probably money to generate any traffic uh, back to the website, right? Um, so, and you can look on our blog and website. We have a lot of articles and other content that will give you tips and pointers on how you can actually, um, you know, generate traffic. We have an article about blog article ideas, um, how to, uh, you know, how to, to generate traffic from social media and SEO. We're going to be doing an SEO copywriting um, webinar pretty soon that will actually go step by step through the process of creating a keyword optimized blog article that can help you. Uh, you know, rank in Google. I know a couple of our clients are really, really active with blogging and they're the ones that consequently have the most leads uh, coming into their website. Um, one, uh, one of our clients, his name is Joshua Lipstone. He's in Cary, North Carolina. Um, you know, he, he was like many agents, you know, he came to us and he was like, you know, I just need, I need you to kind of give me um, a point in the right direction on what we need to be doing online. And of course, I talked to him about blogging and the very first article he ever wrote on his new website was about the North Carolina consent to rate law. And uh, he is now ranking number one for that search phrase when you uh, when you Google it. At least he was the last time I checked. And so it, it only takes one article for you to really make um, uh, put a dent in the search engine results. And that one article gets a lot of uh, it gets a lot of traffic. So one article that ranks well can literally create a stream of leads for your uh, your agency website. Now, blogging is you know it's not a it's not the casino. You're not going to put in five dollars and get back a thousand dollars, right? It's like the stock market. It's a long term play. It's a long term investment. But really, blogging and creating content the right way will will set the foundation. Will lay the foundation for your your digital presence, and it will pay dividends for years to come. If you've ever noticed when you search for something in Google, you will oftentimes see a search engine result that is five, six, seven years old. And that's because Google is, is going to give the searcher the most relevant result, no matter how, uh, no matter how old or how young it is. Um, so the, the most, the more relevant content and helpful and, and, um, deep content you can provide Google, the better chances you are of generating that organic traffic. And again, we're talking about SEO here and content generation and, and creation. SEO is only one way to, to drive traffic to a site. It's obviously the organic way to drive traffic. What the big boys do, you know, in on the digital marketing space and the online marketing space is they buy traffic. You know, a lot of people will sit and tell me, hey, I don't have time to do the SEO. I'm, I'm spending a grand a month in traffic. And I'm, you know, I'm writing uh, 20 grand in premium. So it, it just depends on how you want to go about doing it. But obviously, um, SEO is just one, uh, one sort of uh, element in the uh, lead generation equation, right? So you can either get traffic for free through content creation, which is a time investment, or you could buy traffic in the form of, you know, Facebook ads and Google AdWords and YouTube ads or, or, or whatever, right? So it's free and paid. But again, if you're not focusing on either one of those, 
it, it's your, you can't expect leads. If you are getting leads, that's awesome. You know, you may not even want to make a change in your website if you're getting a lot of leads and you're, you're doing absolutely nothing uh, to do it. And that's not a, that's not a dig at anybody. I realize that creating content and stuff, it, it, it is a time investment. It's not something that comes naturally to a lot of agency owners or agents or producers. But again, it is something that when done correctly will absolutely drive traffic and will lay the foundation for your digital presence for years and years to come. The great thing is with content creation, so many people don't want to do it because they don't have the time to do it that if you actually do take the time, you will literally be able to outrank competitor agencies very, very easily um, if you just put forth a little bit of effort, okay? I don't, I'll get off my soapbox about blogging and content creation. Um, but the point is we're talking about lead generation. So obviously, um, things that you could be doing right now, I'm gonna kind of give you some uh, quick wins that you can kind of, um, you know, you can kind of take, take back to your agency and sort of try to implement some of these things. Number one, um, you know, we just got done talking about blogging and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but write a blog article that's very informative and very in depth, um, about something that your insureds ask about, right? If you go to agentchris.com, that's my old sort of play site. I wrote an article there a couple years ago that to this day gets about, I don't even know, a thousand unique hits a month. That's not even, that's not an exaggeration. It has over 200 comments from people all across the country. And then the name of the article was, um, will my rates go up if I get into an accident? Just a very basic question that so many people ask. And I've gotten so much traffic and so many leads from that one article. Um, that is one thing that you could absolutely do is don't look at your blog as a blog. Look at your blog as a frequently asked questions uh, section of your website. Take common questions that people ask and answer them in a long form blog article and literally use the question as the headline because that's that's what people are searching. That's the search intent um, in, in the search engine is, you know, they're literally typing that long question into Google. So make sure that you're using the question itself as the headline of the blog article. So that's one thing you can be doing. The second thing that you could do is uh, create um, you know, a very sort of, um, eye catching image. Now I like to use Canva. I do a lot of custom stuff in Photoshop and illustrator, but if you're not, uh, technical enough to use one of those applications, canva.com or pickmonkey.com, you can make some very, very, uh, you know, visually appealing images for free and, you know, boost, boost that post, uh, in, through your Facebook account and try to reach as many people as you can. Yes, you're going to, you're going to spend some money to do that. Uh, but it will give you a little bit more reach. You can't, Facebook is a pay to play platform. You're not going to get any more than probably 4% organic reach from your business Facebook page. So in, in other words, if you have, um, if you have a hundred people that like your page and you post something to that page, probably four, maybe four people are going to see it. That's, that's what the reach is right now organically on Facebook. And it's getting lower and lower because Facebook wants to generate more ad revenue. So it's, it's pay to play. If you're going to post something on your Facebook business page, you need to pay to boost it or just don't even bother doing it or, or post it on your personal page uh, because you're going to get a little bit more organic reach that way. So blogging, uh, we talked about creating a very, very visually appealing image. The other thing you could do is you could find um, what's called, you know, you've probably have heard the phrase viral content. 
So, you know, you have these videos on Facebook and, and social media of like the soldier who comes home from Afghanistan and his little three or four year old daughter runs up to him. And it's this very, you know, emotional scene. And I mean, that stuff gets me every time, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man, but I'm not afraid to say that, that I could watch that a hundred times and cry, you know, a hundred times. It just gets me every single time. And when you look at those posts on Facebook, they have thousands of shares, right? Everybody wants to share a positive story like that, right? So try to find content that is emotional, emotionally charged content that will trigger, uh, that will trigger that share and will trigger that engagement that you can get on, uh, on your Facebook post. Those types of things, those viral pieces of content, while it's not your content, uh, by sharing it on your page, uh, you could get you know your brand or your name out there a little bit. The other thing that I've seen people do, which has been uh, pretty successful, is is by running a contest on their Facebook page. I know uh, some folks have done like uh, free pizza. You know, if you like and share our Facebook page before six o'clock tonight, we're going to put you in a drawing to get uh, two large pizzas delivered to your house by six p.m. tonight. That, that is a great way to um, to generate traffic. And I, I apologize. I don't honestly remember whose idea that was. I want to say, um, man, I really, I honestly really don't remember. But I thought that was a really cool idea to do a contest pizza delivery. And I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but the person got a ton of reach and a ton of traffic um, and a lot of likes and shares. And the more likes you can get, uh, the uh, more real likes that you can get on your Facebook page, the bigger audience you have when it comes to actually running an ad. You know, you can, when you boost a post, it's going to go out to everybody that likes your page. By default, you can kind of change some of that stuff on the back end. You can change the custom audience that you boost to or create a new custom audience. Um, but, you know, it's really good to, before you invest money and stuff into boosting, because by default, boosting is really just for likes and shares. There's other, um, there's, there's other advertising objectives in Facebook, uh, Facebook advertising. Boosting is just really Facebook's way of like letting you dip your toes in and getting, you know, getting your lips wet with, uh, with advertising. It's kind of the gateway drug to the rest of their platform, to be honest with you. Uh, so, um, uh, Facebook contests are a great way to uh, to drive traffic. So I don't want to give you a ton of different things that you may not have time to go back and implement, but I would stick with those three. You know, think about um, creating a blog post or a series of blog posts around very hot button, um, you know, obvious questions that that people just you know are looking for answers to. Um, the second tip would be to create or share um, emotionally charged content. And the third thing would be to run some type of contest on your Facebook page and try to generate some engagement that actually will point them back to uh, your website. So these are all things that you could do today very easily without spending a lot of money um, to generate some traffic back to your site. Okay, so now we talked about that. I want to talk very quickly. I don't want this to be a very long episode. I want to talk very quickly about a very cool add-on that we're coming out for or that we're coming out with for Advisor Evolved. The name of the add-on is going to be called Power Pack. And basically what it's going to be, it's we're super, super excited about this, by the way. I'm not really probably going to do it a lot of justice here, but we'll be sharing some more information about this as time goes on. But 
It's a combination of uh, five or six different on-site tools that will basically morph your website into the hub of what you're doing online, not just as it relates to social media or blogging or whatever, but it will actually transform your site into into an actual tool, a sales, marketing, and retention tool. Um, And we're super excited about it. I don't want to reveal too much because it's still... Uh, it's still in development, but it's a series of different products or sort of services that will be able to plug in um, to your Advisor Evolve site. And that's another thing I want to kind of throw out there. This is only for Advisor Evolved customers. This is not something that anybody can um, buy. We we made this tool specifically for uh, people that are Advisor Evolved uh, uh, customers. So. I'm not sure if any point it's going to be available for other other people outside of our uh, of our company, but right now it's specifically for Advisor Evolved uh, customers. So there's a lot of benefits to being a, a customer here. Um, but PowerPack is going to be a game changer. It's going to literally help you, uh, you know, attract and retain more clients. I firmly believe that, and I'm not one to make crazy claims about stuff. I'm very much a realist, but I I do believe heavily in some of the ideas that we've put into this. And we're super excited. I'm, I'm hoping uh, that we will be able to launch this sometime before um, 2017. So today is, I don't even know what today is. Let's see, what's today? Today is the 22nd of November. I'm hoping we'll be able to launch this um, before the end of the year. Um, but stay tuned for that. We'll be sharing some more information as, as we get closer. I know I probably didn't help you out a whole lot. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to throw out too much information, but I did want to throw it out there that we're working on a very, very cool tool. So with all that being said, quick recap, traffic plus conversions equals leads. Blog, folks, it really does work. Even just one article per month will generate some traffic for you. It will help you outrank other agencies. Um, think about emotionally charged content that you can you can find and share on your Facebook page or your social media pages. And, you know, think about... Um, uh, think about a contest that you could potentially run on Facebook as well. You know, you're going to put people's names into a drawing uh, for something, you know, some free pizza, an iPad mini, you know, think of something that you could, um, you know, kind of hang out there as a carrot. Uh, you could even uh, you could even donate to charity. You could say for every quote request that we get in the month of January, um, you know, we will donate $5 to the local children's charity or, or the local uh, wounded warriors charity or some type of charity like that. And really just try to get some positivity behind your marketing message. So I would love to see some of you folks trying to do these things. Please uh, give us some feedback here. You know, if you have any questions, tweet at us at Advisor Evolved. Be sure to go over and check out our Facebook page and the blog. There's some awesome stuff over on the Advisor Evolved blog and the podcast, of course. So, okay, enough about us. You guys have a great day. Again, this was episode nine of the the Digital Advisor podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys.